comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. We are rocking this recording on a Friday night and hoping that you're geared up for a great weekend. Maybe you've got a little extra time off with the holiday, maybe not. Who knows? I don't have any extra time off, but uh, my name is Greg Mahachko. I'm the host of this podcast. show (laughs) and the uh co-host of the year he's sitting right next to me in the internet space uh and that is the one and only mike luther hello mike why hey greg how's it going it's rocking and rolling and feeling pretty good you know what i just when you started talking about uh having maybe extra time over the holidays and stuff like that i just thought of another topic uh, that we have to talk about, which we can talk about it right now, and okay. that is, if I, have, I and I usually say you, you're not going to know this better than I am. Uh, is today the end of Lent? I think technically it was Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay, even better. So, can we talk about how lame your Lent uh, thing you gave up was? I don't remember what I gave up. Oh, that's oh that's oh that's even worse. Okay. No, I do. I I do. I just I know I struggled. Here's um, here's oh no, hold on. Here's the thing. Uh and you 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 practice Lent. Like that's you know, that's your thing, right? Yeah. Um and when I asked you, I said, Hey, what are you because I I I I you you know grew up Catholic and stuff like that, don't really do it now any, anymore. But I, I asked you, I said, you know, what did you give up for Lent? Because I know that's a thing people do. They give oh, I'm gonna give up chocolate for Lent or whatever it is. And I, and I think there's other I think there's probably maybe like community service people can do or whatever it is. Yours was I think I was gonna cut I'm, down on swearing, right? I'm going to try to swear less. It didn't work. Which is the just okay, if you would have said I'm not gonna swear cool that's good that's good right that's awesome i'm not saying you you swear a lot i don't i don't really hear you swear a lot but still the <laughs> when you said i'm going to try to swear less not not even i'm going to swear less i'm going to i'm going to try to think about swearing less by the way you know what i did and i don't like again i don't practice lent but i, I but i do believe that every once in a while it's good to give up something like if you have like a vice or something, or maybe you're like, I'm I'm doing something too often to refrain from doing it for a month to I don't know how long Lent is, however long it was. I haven't walked I haven't gotten Casey's pizza since whenever Lent started, I guess Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten in fact, I've only walked into a Casey's one time that I had and and I it was because there was like not many other gas stations in Trenton, and I kind of just forgotten I had to get something, but I didn't get Casey's pizza. Now that is, and by the way, that, that for me that's a lot because uh, I used to go into Casey's, no, no joke, probably five times a week. Some sometimes I would go like twice a day. I might skip one day, but because they're, I love their pizza. So even me, who doesn't really practice it, had better than 
I'll, I'm just going to try to. Next year, what you should do is you should say, I'm going to think about trying to possibly swear less. We're all works in progress, Mike. We're all works in progress. <laughs> I mean, I I guess there's only you can only go up from here. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to be an on-air yawn. It just kind of crept out. Well, and and uh, I'm surprised right now because we are recording. I'm looking at my clock right now. It's 8.28, and we're actually starting recording that right now, which is surprising and even more surprising. It was you that messaged at about 8-ish, I think, and said, you know, when can you be ready? And I was like, I can be ready in 10 minutes, you know? And so... Granted, it's about 30 minutes later, but we, you know, we gave ourselves 20 minutes. Yeah. I asked for yeah, a, 20, 15, a small 20. extension to yeah. finish reading the book I was reading. So, yeah. or comic, I should say. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Mike, I'm glad to know that you're a better Catholic than me. Uh, not, not, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I, you, I could, I, uh, next year I'll help you with, with your giving up something. Okay. Unless you want to, as I said, unless you, because I think people, and I'm not really sure if, if they like maybe do like a community service or maybe it's good. I'm going to read uh, two comic books a day or something like that. By the way, this is, I, and but that's not a good one, I know, because you already read, you know, comic books. But I, this is something that I help um, in, in a weird way, some of my students, when I still had students. Uh, Because one of our very first lessons is setting goals, Mm. which is essentially kind of the same thing. And you have to make it, by the way, anybody knows this lesson will know what I'm talking about. You have to make it personal, possible, positive, and specific. And the specific part is what what wasn't working for you. It was not specific enough. The next year, that's okay. Well, I'm going to help you out next year. Well, I'm also on the road a lot. Okay. And so a lot of that language comes out on the road. Well, okay. That's just something you got to work on then. I know. I know. Yeah. Again, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. I'm letting everybody down. It's, it's all right. No one listens anyway. So who cares? That's true. No. Well, Mike, I two two things. Yes. One is I watched a movie yesterday at the theater. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And two, I saw on my Voodoo app today that I could get Fandango at home and watch Shazam uh, Fury of the Gods. Which is what, three weeks after you watched it in the theater? Or, or? Yes, yes. But I'm just, okay, on your Voodoo app, you have to get another app to get no 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 I, I no I think you, you you can buy or rent it it's just that it's under that banner because I think oh okay voodoo is owned by fandango or, or no fandango is owned by voodoo so there's they they're already in a relationship oh so <laughs> like if I get voodoo I can buy fandango and then I can rent so no <laughs> so are you planning on renting it okay yep he's not yep. his head I'm gonna try to uh Maybe do it uh, with it by this time next week. Okay, excellent. So, but okay. I, oh, what did you think of the movie you saw? Well, let me tell you. I mean, yeah. I know you know, but you know, for all everybody else out there. Uh, so, my oldest was not in school yesterday or today or Monday because of the Easter holiday, and so I said, 
let's get three tickets, me, my wife, and and Junior, because um, she was off because he was off. And I had some morning appointments, and uh, so we we got a two forty five to see the Super Mario Brothers at the Lincoln Theater in downtown Belleville. Nice, nice, very nice uh, theater. Have, have you been into the main theater? I don't know if I've never Lincoln? been in there. Okay. Well, first of all, I'll tell you what it was like: six bucks for us adults and five fifty for the kid because of matinee mm-hmm. worked right. out well. Um, and coming to find out later this month or maybe next month, the classic rock band Fog Hat is going to be playing at the Lincoln Theater. Okay. You, are you familiar with Fog Hat? Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you? I am. I can't, I couldn't name one of their songs right now, but I, I slow know. ride. Okay. There you go. Take um, it easy. I'm not in Fog Hat. I'm not, I can't sing their songs. Okay. Um, but uh, and as as the movie ended, I did a quick Google because I didn't pre-search. But right. I said, "Are there any extra scenes?" And there are two yes. extra scenes. And so we stuck around and watched. Now, I'll say this: people are probably like, "Oh, Chris Pratt voice of Mario, blah blah." Like they didn't go deep into the "It's a me, a Mario" type yeah. of. Uh, they referenced it. They. Um, you remember the old Super Mario Brothers cartoon with like yes, Captain Lou yes. Albano back mm-hmm. in the day? Yep. Oh, so yeah. they like played the theme from that at the beginning. I don't know. This is a spoiler, but it's like it's their TV commercial for for Mario Brothers plumbing. You know, okay. so they, they use that, to, you know, um, it sounds fun. But like the, the Chris Pratt voice was fine. It was more Brooklyn than like deep, inauthentic italian yeah so yeah uh but i'll say this if you grew up and maybe maybe i'm not terribly picky about things <laughs> maybe probably doesn't make sure. me the best critic uh, but if you grew up playing the mario games from og mario um to uh like super mario world to Don- um yeah there's some donkey kong to uh um mario kart it's or if you're like where I'm at in life, where my son's playing Mario Kart, there were direct references to a lot of of pieces in the Mario world. Um, so I I thought it was really enjoyable. I I've been one. I've not seen it yet. I don't know when I'm going to see it because I w- would feel don't have weird. small children. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you know I, that one might have to wait till it gets on on you know a streaming service. But which which kind of sucks because I do want to see it unless for whatever reason I you know I have a niece or nephew that well yeah niece or nephew that wants to go. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's Lincoln Theater says I've never been in there. What kind of seating does it have? Does it have the old school theater seating? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, the. The floor is sloped. Okay, I suppose. I mean, so I mean, look, it's not, it's it's not what you're accustomed to. Yeah, it's it's not a nice I, cushy for your tushy. I expected that for for the price. I that's yeah. I kind of expected like a Lori Theater seating. Sure. Yeah. If you have ever been to a theater in a Highland, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it's fine. 
You know, and it's right next to Abe's Gourmet Popcorn in downtown Belleville. Did you stop to get anything? Any popcorn? No, we had just had uh, Chick-fil-A for lunch. So Okay, okay. So, we, so 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 no popcorn there at all. No, did you guys get soda or anything? No. Oh my gosh! No soda, no water. You we, just sat we, and watched a movie. Just sat and watched a movie. Man, that's not even possible for me. I got to at least have a soda. And then we took two vehicles because <coughs> from there I had to go to an appointment for work, mm-hmm. and my wife and our son went and picked up the other two at daycare. So. It, it all worked out, Mike. I tell you. Well, hey, I'm I'm glad you go, got to go watch it. You got a little family, partial family movie. Yeah. Day. You know, it's a little early. The the, the twins are a little young to be taken yeah. to the theater. Yeah. People behind us didn't didn't think so. Oh, they they had. I bet you they probably had a three year old back there. Just like loud conversations, and then crying, oh. and then like the mom was saying, in a. Regular voice, not a hey, come on, you gotta yeah, but in a regular voice, just I'm like, y'all okay back there? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I know that's not fun. All right, um, did you want to let people know since you let people know uh, what movie you watch, you want to let people know what maybe comic books you bought slash read? Should I go talk more or should you talk? I'll go ahead and talk more, that's fine. Okay. I'll 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 let you I'll I'll let you talk about the comics and then I'll talk about my comics. Okay. I did uh make a stop earlier this week. I don't remember what day. I think it was Wednesday. Regardless, uh, to that place we love, Twilight mm-hmm. Comics, Swansea, Illinois, and I acquired. Oh, I was like, I'm missing one. Um, I got my regular polls, so I got. Uh, Gargoyles number four. Nice. And that's not looking good for Goliath. I think he's he's in a pickle. Uh, uh, cool. I, I got Grim number nine. Yes, yes. That's not looking good for anybody. I mean, the story's good, but that's how I know it's not looking good for anybody. <laughs> and I've read those two. I have not yet read the next uh, acquisition, which would be Superman Dawn of DC number two. Okay, okay. So, um, which I have to chuckle at this, uh, on the back of Superman number two is a, a, an advertisement for Shazam Fury of the Gods, <laughs> which you can see only in theaters, March 17th. And here we are, <laughs> you know, three weeks April later 7th. and, and yeah. I can, I can get it at home. So that's, uh, I, I don't really know how to address. So, um, I know I I really like that first Superman issue, so I'm I'm very interested in issue number two here. So uh, they also in the days and weeks leading up to uh, Free Comic Book Day, they mm-hmm. have various coupons and specials on various days. That's true. Yes. Now I went there on the day where it was DC Comics particular because oh, well we'll get to there, but. I almost got Rough Riders Volume 3 because I finished Rough Riders 1 and 2, and they're both tremendous. Um, but I put that one on the shelf for now uh, in favor of buy two DC graphic novels and get the third one for $0.30. Cents. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I asked Mark who was working there. I said, is that, I mean, like, it's not 
in order of me putting them on the counter, right? It'll be the cheapest of the, like yeah. it is at the supermarket. So, um, so here's what I got. I got, and, and I have the first volume of, of this, but I don't have the second volume. So I got, uh, oh, that's disappointing. Oh, season two. Okay. All right. I saw volume one. I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, but this is Grant Morrison's Green Lantern run. This is volume one of season two. And beware my power okay. is the is the top headline there. So uh, excited to get to that. And, you know, my affection and affinity for the Flashpoint series. But I don't believe I've ever read Flashpoint Beyond. I almost picked that one up. Okay, well now you don't have to. Yes, uh, almost did. Nice. And by the way, this was the one that ended up being thirty cents. So okay, okay. And then the other one, at full retail price, <laughs> was from a, a more recent DC uh, bit. Dark, Dark Nights Death Metal. Okay, so that I, I have not read this. You got some good ones, though. Thank you, Mike. Yes. I appreciate it. And like I said, um, I, I finished Rough Riders Volume 2 actually earlier today in, in some of the downtime. And uh, it's a lot of twists, a lot of turns, a lot of deceit. Um, but still very good. And I like the use of historical characters in a in a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type of scenario where they probably didn't cross paths or at least certainly not to this magnitude, but I'm enjoying uh, exactly how it's going. So, all right. Well, I finished reading house of X powers of X. Uh, It is very interesting to say the least. It's not what I expected from an X-Men book. Um, It kind of goes back and forth between like a, I think it's like almost a thousand years maybe it's longer than that uh from now until present day until a hundred years from now um uh, um it it, it, it I don't want to say it changes up professor X but you you I saw a little bit more to him in the sense that at the end, he was basically like, hey, whatever we have to do to protect uh, mutants, that's what we're going to do. And it's he's teaming up with um, uh, Magneto, which, he, I mean, he, in the very beginning, they're, they're teamed up and they are uh, trying to start uh, Krakoa. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly, which is an island that is going to be the nation for mutants. And any mutant can be on there. I mean, they have their laws and stuff like that. But the way they... Uh, make that nation isn't necessarily the most um what's the word right way to do it maybe uh because there's a lot of kind of underhanded things that they that they do um but it's always kind of like oh, okay the ends justify the means type of thing at least that's what i got out of it like i know they um as uh professor x like psychically like gets in the minds of everybody and talks about these drugs that they have like pharmaceutical type of drugs of 
we can cure all diseases now or pre- prevent or cure all of them. And we can extend life by like five years. And we're going to give these to you if you um, agree that uh, that this is our nation, this island or whatever. Uh, like I said, they have lost and stuff like that. I, I have a feeling I'm going to like it more maybe the second time I read it, which, you know, two, three, four, five years down the line. But it's it, like I said, it was an interesting one. I'm I, I know a faster read than I thought it was going to be as thick as the book is. Mm. It's one of the thicker books I read. But so I, I read that and then I started uh, reading Descender Volume 3 and I just started reading that. Um, but then even though I, I have books that I'm reading, I said, you know what? I need to get some more comic books. So I went up to Heroic Adventures, Edwardsville, Illinois, and I got a couple of these. Uh, Greg, I got the one that you got. I got nice. Grim, Volume 9, right? And I had a bookmark in there somewhere up there. It is. So I just started reading it. And then I was I was looking around, and I finally found another one. I, I had a couple more, but then I was I saw this one, and I'm like, oh, this works out perfectly because I have Volume 2 here. You let me borrow Volume 2. I've never had Volume 1. Uh, which is Batman. I got Batman Volume One, Court of Owls. Yes. No, you gave me not gave me. You let me borrow Night of Owls. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but that's okay. Now I'm I'm reading Volume One, Court of Owls, which um, the person that was working there was talking very highly of it, and I said, I know it's a really popular one. I know Court of Owls is really popular. I've never read it before. Um, and I told her how I had, uh, you know, the volume two, but, and I've had volume two for probably two years, I think now, um, just sitting up there. I'm like, I, I can't read volume two without volume one, but I'm thoroughly enjoying, um, this one right now. And then, uh, I had to pick up Descender volume four and five. So again, put those aside <laughs> and this one was sitting there. And I, I bought it just kind of based on cover and kind of based on the name of it. And the name of it is Fuck This Place, Volume 1. Not joking. And, but then I read on the what's back. The, like, what's the creative team on that? Uh, we got Kyle Starks, Artyom Topolin, and Lee Loughridge. Okay. No, no names that really stuck out. But it says, uh, after inheriting a farmhouse, Trudy and Gabby are ready to start the next chapter of their lives together, except the farmhouse is already home to a mysterious force that's attracted ghosts, aliens, and all kinds of supernatural beings for decades. But I was like, you know what? That's good. I like that. Um, and then <laughs> I finally did. I got it. I said, like, you know what? I'm going to have to go for it. I got Jeff Lemire's book one, Sweet Tooth. Aha. Uh-huh. Which they use the. Netflix. Netflix cover on it, but I obviously it's it's different on the inside. Here's the thing about this, and I haven't started reading yet. I, I kind of like briefly went through it and stuff. Um, so they have Sweet Tooth book one, two, and three, right? And then they also had uh Sweet Tooth uh compendium or whatever you call it, like which I think is essentially book one, two, and three all together. And it's probably cheaper for me to have just gotten the compendium. In fact, I know it is. But also, how as thick as it was, I'm like, I once I start reading something, I have to finish it. 
Right. No, unless it's like, well, I've only done it one time where I just like, I'm not, I don't like this. I put it down. So I, I have a feeling I would start reading it and then I would get bored with it. And then I would want to go to something else. So I just get a book one, but I, I literally, I sat there for probably a good five minutes with the compendium of my hand, then putting it down, <laughs> like the book, of, you know, going back and forth and stuff. But I, I did read, I didn't ask anybody, but I did read online that it is different enough. Uh, the comics and and the uh, this the show, which I just finished rewatching the show, and then I didn't realize I, I thought April twenty second is when season two comes out, but it's actually April twenty seventh. Okay, yeah, so extra five days, um, unacceptable. But uh, the the, the I've, I'd, I'd forgotten how Sweet Tooth season one ended, and it ends kind of on a cliffhanger type of thing. Um, but apparently the comic books are like a lot darker. I don't know if it's locking key dark, but apparently it's it's darker. Um and people have different motives and stuff. So but mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to reading this. I'm like I said, I'm currently reading volume one of Court of Owls uh downstairs. And then my upstairs book is Descender Volume Three. Look at you, you got an upstairs book and a downstairs book. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can as they say in other more successful shows, you can't hide money. That's for sure. You know what I think about? I should I, I should have a bathroom book. You should. Although I'm, not, I'm I'm on my phone in the bathroom, so that's more information than I needed, sir. I didn't say what I was doing in the bathroom. It's true. That's true. Usually pooping <laughs> and, and reading the Wall Street Journal. Yep. Yep. So, um, speaking of rewatching things, you you mentioned Sweet Tooth uh, that you're rewatching. Um, I am trying to figure out all the, all the shows that I am up to date on now, obviously Mandalorian up to date on Mandalorian, up to date on Ted Lasso, uh, up to date on hello, uh, hello tomorrow. What about shrinking? Shrinking ended last week. Yeah. Did you finish it? I did. That ending. Oh my God. Yeah. That's. Ooh. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm looking forward to season two. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I did start, was it the, the big prize or something like that? The one with Chris O'Dowd? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm an I'm episode into that. I have a theory. I don't know if you've watched any of it yet. Uh, no, yeah, but I, I, I know about it. Mm-hmm. And we, we learned last week that it is based on a book. Uh, so I don't know if any of you listeners out there have watched the big prize on Apple Plus TV, but there is a machine that mysteriously appears in a general store in a small town and it will tell you your potential and chris o'dowd plays an irish gentleman who lives in the states married has a teenage daughter uh, and he's a teacher and so everybody else is they've, they've kind of let this machine dictate certain things i think the principal she got a motorcycle um you know i just it, i feel like there's an underbelly of disturbance from this machine based on my one episode and so he had just turned 40 chris O'Dowd's character the main character had turned 40 and everybody's so so happy super and then like the next day like his wife doesn't really want to talk with him or anything like that and he noticed that she has a little blue card from the machine. Everybody's got this little blue card. And so he finally goes middle of the night and he goes to find out his potential. 
And because he even has a conversation with the priest in a bar. I feel like that's a setup for a joke about, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher. I, I love my wife. I love my daughter. I, I'm happy. You know, like my big move was moving over here when I was a kid. Uh, and, and the, the priest is like, well, you think your life only has two chapters, you know, something like that. So he finally goes, uh, gets a little blue card and he opens it up and it says teacher <laughs> like that. That was his, uh, like he met his potential and it's just, I think it's just funny. Maybe it's a, um, a social experiment or something because it, first of all, and, and I'll get to my skepticisms about the machine in general and why I would never participate. But I wonder if, you know, like there are so many people who are unhappy because this machine has told them that like, Hey, you're, you've, you've done it. You have met your potential. There's no reason for you to, um, you know, like strive or, or try to achieve anything. I was like, you're, and maybe that's why there's so much, uh, maybe disappointment or, or, or upsetness in, in the, in the town. I'll tell you why I would never participate with this machine. It's my don't trust anybody mindset. You get in there, you have to pay to get in. There. It's like, you know, a few quarters, it's a, you know, it's almost like a, a pinball type of thing. You put quarters in the thing and it asks you for your social security number. Oh. And and this is like for your fingerprints, you got to put your hands on the console for fingerprints. I'm like, no, no, don't need that information. I, I have a feeling that that's going to come back. That's going to that has to come play later on in the season. It has you would to think, right? Yeah, that's that's too like it's all identity theft. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, so, it'd be one thing if they were like, okay, they're going to scan your retinas. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then you have to, I don't know, hold on to something. But right, if they're right. literally like, put your social, they they might as well be like, okay, and your bank account number, you have to put it here. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that ha- that has to come into play later on. So it's, it, it, um, I think it was given like a a review, you know, on its own mm-hmm. page that they have there on on the Apple um, app or Apple TV, I should say app, but it says like one of the best debuts in television history, you know, something like, eh, I don't know. Like I, I'd put shrinking ahead of it. I'd put Ted Lasso ahead of it. Um, but it, very well done. Uh, and already you, you empathize with that main character. You're like, oh man, cause I'm 40. You're, you're a little older than that now, That's but uh, like, huh. Have we, what is what's what's our potential, Mike? Do we have untapped potential? I would think if if there's a machine that could tell you what your potential is, I would much rather know what it is at twenty than at forty. Yeah, you know, or even or even like younger, like in my teens, I would want to know what my potential was. Because if they because think about it, if they were like, okay, your potential is a skateboarder. That you that's something you got to know when you're a teenager because you can do something about it then. You don't want to do that in my age. 40, 41, right? (laughs) Your bones are becoming more brittle. Yeah. Yeah. The body's not the same. So, who's I I feel like you would know this answer, but like who's the oldest person to win an X game event? Yeah. my guess would I don't know I wouldn't know the person, but my my guess the age is probably like less than thirty. 
I would say maybe the exceptions would be uh, Sean White on the ice or on the snow, I should say, uh, the half pipe, uh, or Tony Hawk if he ever participated in the next game. I don't know. I, yeah, but he was um, uh, uh, he was younger. I mean, he, he's been retired for a while now. He's fifty four years old. Yeah. Um, hopefully this doesn't play. Uh, oldest athlete to compete in the X Games is Angelica Castaneda, who is 53 years old when she competed in the X Venture race in 1996. Oh my. I don't I don't know what she did. But there was a 53-year-old. That's that that's rare. Um Yeah, and I was going to say when when did Tony Hawk retire? 2003, he retired. Wow. Just yeah. before the video game started coming out and he started realizing he didn't need to skate to make money. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it says he still skates today, but oh, he sure. did it kind of for fun. Recreational. Yeah. His skateboard is for recreational use only now. That's right. That's right. Um, I feel like there were other shows that I'm trying to remember. Oh, I rewatched Kingsman, the uh, secret Secret Service. That's Secret what. Secret Service Society. Thank you. And then, that's right. And then I started, and I'm two thirds or so in to uh, Kingsman Two: The Golden Circle. Okay. For whatever reason, I just got on like, oh, I kind of want to watch that. So I, yeah. Um, I, I I enjoyed The Golden Circle. I know it's not as people didn't like it as much as the first one. Uh, I liked it because of Pedro Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. uh, and his, his lasso fight. That's yeah. so good. And tis the season, so I, I did my annual watch of the Ten Commandments. It's okay. not genre per se. Still, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Watch Toy Story with the family this week. Nice. Toy Story is always classic, and it's funny because like man, put Toy Story on and and Woody's there, you always okay. But as soon as Buzz Lightyear hits, the twins are like, "Bah!" Oh, really? <laughs> like they get it. Okay. So, um. But yeah, that's that's kind of my week of entertainment in a nutshell. You had you had a lot a lot of movie watching going on. I I didn't I I watched Tetris, which I know you watched. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Oh my yeah. god, we got to talk about Tetris. Yeah, I watched Tetris. Um, watched. I'm on like episode three of Ted Lasso. Um, finished Sweet Tooth, but that's about it. I yeah. Well, one of us definitely stays up later than the other one. Well, one of us, I'd probably stay up. Actually, I don't know. You might stay up later on weekdays, at least. It depends how I'm feeling. Yeah. Totally. I'm on my phone a lot. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. See, I don't play the video games. Yeah. Yeah. See. Um, but we have a lot of movie trailers to talk about. Should we get into them? Well, let's do it. So, yeah, we were, um, dare I say, blessed with an abundance of movie trailers uh, this week for uh, our consumption that we shared. I know you put a bunch of them up on uh, the Facebook page. I put a few up as well. And I got to say, they're just kind of all over the map as far as, you know, the the studios and and, uh, the properties. So, you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Well, let's just rip the Band-Aid off with the one that I don't think we'll be standing in line for uh, and, and waiting 
getting our tickets in advance, our reserve seating, and that's Barbie. I, I agree with you. Uh, with that being said, though, the trailer is kind of funny. I granted, I will not go, but it it does it has like a very like they know it's going to be cheesy type of of humor, so they kind of lean into that a little bit. And, and parts of it also seem to be like, don't don't take your seven year old daughters to this. You know, like I definitely feel like some of the humor is now they they might not necessarily pick up on it all aspects of it, right. but I do feel like there's some some jokes that are just for the, the people who appreciated Barbie 30, 40 years ago. The beach off joke. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and they got a good cast too. Like I, I, I don't know who I would recommend it to because like, you're right. I don't, I, I don't know if it would necessarily be for like a young girl going to it. I've, if anything, it was probably for like, I don't know, maybe my sister who used to play with Barbies and she's older so she can kind of understand it or something and maybe taking her daughter or something. Who knows? But like I said, it's yes, we're not going to go see it, um, but it's it's it looks funny. I bet you a lot of people will go see it, though. I I, know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of seeing, I heard after watching the trailer that John Cena was in the trailer, but I couldn't see him. I that's uh, a joke, and I also cannot see him. So I mean, I, I worded it for the, for the joke, yes. Um, but I legit like, I, and I was like, I'm not gonna go back and watch it just to try to find John Cena. Um, but briefly, if, if we could sidebar, since mm-hmm. we mentioned John Cena, and he returned to WrestleMania last Saturday for night one of WrestleMania, uh, where he participated. I can't. I don't know, but, but our good friend and fellow podcaster right here, my one, two, three cents, the podcast, Mister Kevin Huntsberger, uh, was kicked out of SoFi Stadium uh, yes. in Los Angeles. Uh, and I encourage you to go and listen to the most recent episode that uh, Kevin did with Chad Smart, um, also of of the podcast network from time to time. Although I don't think Greg and Chad's Power Half Hours ever coming back. Apologies or or your welcomes, depending on how you thought about that show. Um, but yeah, he he was he was not allowed entry, and and the the long and the short of it, if you it got picked up by the New York Post, I think. Yeah, New York. There was Post. a couple places that apparently. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's only a matter of time until WWE reaches out to Kevin and says, "We're sorry." Here. Uh, Come to come to Stanford, Connecticut, and uh, we'll, we'll give you a tour and maybe a job or so. I don't know. Um, but he, <laughs> they always go in in costume. They have every year they go. They they go in a, a wrestling cosplay. They've been Bobby Heenan and and they've been you know or, or you know various iterations. But I know for a fact that uh, Kevin has a Bobby Heenan red sequin jacket. He's also been the Million Dollar Man. This year on Sunday, Chad went as the Mountie, and Kevin went as a big boss man, and the security guard would not let Kevin in because of the uniform, I guess. Like, I don't know if he thought he was impersonating a security officer or something. Which, I mean, you can clearly see that he's not. Yeah. 
Uh, you, know? you can also clearly look at Kevin and say, like, well, he's not going to stop anybody. <laughs> right, right. Sorry, Kevin. Just kidding, Kevin. Um, no, I mean, look, you're, you're, you're not fat. So that's good. You're a 50-year-old man. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so he had to go. I guess, luckily, he had a big boss man shirt, like T-shirt on, on standby. So he was still able to get in, but just not in his cosplay. So, uh, but let, let Kevin and Chad tell you the story uh, in their words. It's a lot better. I just wanted to. You know, we we feel for you, Kev, and uh, you're also not allowed in my house in a security guard uniform. So, you're only allowed in my house with a security uniform and a nightstick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, moving on from Bobby, let's go to let's see what Marvel's doing. And Marvel's going to uh, jump in with Marvel's uh, Disney Plus original, the return of Samuel Jackson. As Agent uh, Nick Fury in Secret Invasion, I just rewatched this one while you were getting your water. Um, I now I, no, I say that, but now I forget when it comes out. I think June, June, I believe it is June twenty first, somewhere around there. I think, yeah, um, I, I believe it's only going to be six episodes, which I kind of like. It, the trailer looks really good. Uh, the trailer also did something. I, I think they're trying to do more now with uh, superhero movies is uh, try to determine why it's just this person going after the, the bad guy as opposed to an entire team that we should have somewhere mm-hmm. around. And and they did it in the trailer with, uh, you know, I think they mentioned like, where are the Avengers at? And then Nick Fury being like, I have to do this alone. It's like, okay, it's but, a little... you know, that's good enough for me. I don't care. Whatever. You don't need to give me a reason, you know? Uh, it, but uh, it it has uh, Amelia Clark in it. Uh, I don't know who she's actually playing. Some kind of I don't know agent, I guess. Uh, good guy looks like. Um, and this is not necessarily what I expected with the Secret Invasion. Um, but I also knew that we weren't going to get like the Secret Invasion from comics, where it's you know. I, I, you know, is Captain America could be a scroll and this person could be, you know, I, well, I think you're good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So just a variant cover up. So Secret Invasion, for those of you who may not be aware, was an eight issue limited series. It, of course, because it's an event, had a lot of tie ins, but it ran from April uh, 08 to December of 08. Um, and it involves a submersive long-term invasion of Earth by the Skrulls, a group of alien shapeshifters who have secretly replaced many superheroes in the Marvel Universe with imposters over a period of years prior to the overt invasion. Marvel's promotional tagline for the event is, Who do you trust? You're right about the six-episode uh, miniseries, June. Um, here's the written by Brian Michael Bendis. I mean, like the cover... For mm-hmm. the variant cover, I should say, for Secret Invasion number one, had Wolverine, Spider Man, uh, uh, the Invisible Girl, Iron Man, Spider Woman, Reed Richards, Luke Cage, all on it. So I'm like, yeah, we're not getting any of those. No, <laughs> we're getting I, one cranky old Sam L. Jackson. Yeah, and as far as you know, who's going to be a scrawl? Um, you're going to get, um. It would not some not show the trailer. I don't know. You'll 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 get a handful of them, but it'll be like, oh, it's the I don't know, whatever FBI secretary or something. Yeah. She's and she's been a scroll the whole time, or he. Um, 
Uh, but you're not you're not going to get you know Thor coming and oh he was actually he's been a scrolls you know he was he never got off the Rainbow Bridge because they yes. destroyed it you know <laughs> like that's something they could have could do something like that but it's not going to happen. Uh, with that being said, I don't get me wrong I I'm still going to watch it. I I enjoyed the trailer. I hope I'm going to enjoy the uh, the 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 show. Um. And and uh, well, I'll watch it even if I if I even if I don't enjoy it because I you know what I watched the first uh, well I watched all 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 episodes of um, Wandavision so no matter if it's bad I'm still gonna watch it. I heard you. Um, so fun story. This uh, takes place after the Kree Scroll War, and the Illuminati was actually formed out of that war. So like pre-invasion. So um, now obviously we didn't get the full Illuminati in the uh, movie, Doctor Strange. Um, Multiverse of Madness. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I also rewatched recently. Oh, nice. But uh, Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Black Bolt, Professor X, Doctor Strange. Uh, we didn't get Iron Man. We didn't get to, um, Namor. But in their place, we got Captain uh, 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 Britain. Yes. I'm sorry, Captain Carter, I guess, technically. Yes. And uh, uh, Photon. Yes. I'm trying to think. in uh, Mordo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of like the doctor, the Sorcerer Supreme. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. So, um, all right. Well, that's, that's Secret Invasion. Anything new? Anything else you wanted to add on Secret Invasion? No, move on. Moving on. Let's move on to another Marvel property, but not Marvel Studios, Mike. Are, are you ready to take a trip with Spidey across the Spider-Verse? Did you watch this trailer, by the way? Because I was almost going to tell you not to watch it. I did. Okay. Um, I was very confused, but I did. You were convinced? Oh, so uh, the reason I was going to tell you not to watch it, because I almost think it shows too much. Mm. Um, I, I'm i going to watch this one. I'm actually going to be late watching this one because it comes out June 2nd, I believe. And I have promised to watch it uh, with my nephews when I go to El Paso. And that's not going to be till July. July. You'll be able to do that Fandango on Demando. I no. Here's the thing. I I think um I think uh, across across the Spider Verse, they're going to actually keep in the theaters more than three weeks because it'll actually do good. Fury of the Gods is still in theaters. I think. The big ones, yes, but it's it's not going to be available to be on demand. That's what I should say for across the across the Spider Verse. They're they're going to keep it theaters only for for a bit. Um, but I like I said, I think it just showed a little bit too much. Uh, not necessarily in a spoilery way, but I almost wanted to go into it not knowing much at all about the plot, and I know slightly more now. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to figure out they the um the Miguel uh Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh is played by your favorite actor. Okay. Oscar Isaacs. Ah, you mean our favorite actor. Nope. And no good That's... for nothing. Good for nothing, Oscar Isaacs. I don't think I could name a bad movie he's been in. Oh, I'm not saying that the movies are bad. I'm just saying 
He's horrible. And he makes and he makes the movies better. I think. Stop it. You know? Stop it, Mike. If there's one thing we love, it's Oscar Isaac. You are clearly under the influence of something. In fact, I already I already know what our cover photo is gonna be. Don't worry. No, it won't. <laughs> As the guy who does the uh the photoshoppings and the putting things together, I can attest. I can assure you. It is not going to be. In fact, if, I'll help you out right now. If you can take a picture of you know yourself maybe leaning to the right, your head to the right a little bit, I'll take a picture of myself leaning to the left, and then you can just put Oscar Isaac's head in the middle there. Nope. <laughs> uh, I Did you hear, or, or upon watching the trailer, did you see any bits of like Tobey Maguire... Andrew Garfield. I didn't no, catch uh-uh. any. Of I I know they referenced the 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 mayhem on you know Earth nineteen ninety eight or whatever it was. Yeah, but I didn't. They they was just a reference. They didn't actually say, no. which is kind of cool that they're trying to tie it into the MCU. Yeah, yeah they're trying. They're trying. Um, no, now, I, Sony wants to. Okay, yeah, same. Yeah, so. But I, said, I know I'm going to go see this. So, I mean, most of these I know. Besides Barbie, obviously, I know I'm going to go see or watch on TV. Well, how about we get back to one that you can watch on TV, Mike? All right, let's do it. Coming this summer, August 2023, to Disney Plus from the Star Wars universe. It's Ahsoka. Yes. Um. I, as far as my nerddom goes, uh, Star Wars is n- near the bottom. With that being said, though, I still like Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know as much as other people know about Star Wars. Um, did you ever I, watch? I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but did you ever watch the Clone Wars movie? No. Uh-uh. You should. Is it movie or the series? Well, there's a movie, and then the series right. followed the movie. But the oh, movie is okay. okay. where you are introduced to Ahsoka. Okay. Uh, and then the series is good. I mean, that's, I mean, it, the series that I feel like I need to watch now before August okay. is Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Um, and I think that's where some of these characters that we see in in uh, the Ahsoka trailer, they are for, straight from Rebels. Um, and there's a, a moment in, in Rebels, and again, I, I've not watched Rebels, so I apologize. But there is a scene in Rebels where Ahsoka is on her speeder or whatever, and Darth Vader is nearby, and she feels his life force, and she says, "Like, you know, Master," and he recognizes her life force, like bad one, you know, so, something of that nature, like they. They have a mutual, and then he, of course, tries to destroy because he's Darth Vader. All right. I was looking, and uh, Star Wars Rebels is four seasons, 75 episodes. All right, Mike, that's the end of the show. We got to go watch some cartoons. Yeah. uh, I'm trying to say it looks interesting, but I'm just seeing pictures, really. Um, But I do kind of want to watch it, though. Um, Mm -hmm. Um, For full i guess not disclosure but for full uh uh transparency uh 
Star Wars The Clone Wars is seven mm-hmm. seasons and 133 episodes. <laughs> so Jesus. All right. We got we got some work to do. We do, we do. By the way, I didn't put this on the Facebook page, um, but uh Andor season two is coming like twenty twenty four, I think. Well, while we're in, in that world real quick, um they're having a bit of a Star Wars celebration. Uh, and it was announced that we're getting more Ray as yes. Daisy Ridley is, is going to return for a movie uh, that takes place after the rise of Skywalker. And according to comicbook.com, uh, the yet untitled movie will feature Ray serving as Jedi Master, teaching a new generation of Jedi, uh, fulfilling a destiny teased in the sequel trilogy. Uh, it goes on to say this will also give Ray a chance to honor the memories of all of her fallen allies and to make up for the regrets that her semi-mentor Luke Skywalker had in his own life as a Jedi Master. Now, here's the thing. I'm, I, I, I saw that, and I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. Because yeah. you, you know how much I like Force Awakens. Um, but I also made the mistake of looking at the comments, not on our page, people on the comment on our page, but look, look at other comments of other pages. Mm-hmm. And once again, I will say the people that hate Star Wars the most are Star Wars fans. Yeah. I, you know, but at the same time, you know, I feel like you could say that about a lot of, uh, not groups or, or factions. Groups, yeah, fandoms. Because, yeah, yeah. fandoms, yeah, because like I, I say this, like, uh, to bring up my reference, my the the topic of my other podcast, which is Nebraska football, and and there are pillars um, going into Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, where it says through these gates, the the greatest fans in college football, and they're great. Like if you're a visiting fan and you've never been there before, they will roll out the red carpet, no pun intended, um, and and treat you great, tell you all the best spots to have dinner after the game, things like that. But if you're a Husker fan, and you have a dissenting opinion, then then you hear about it. Like we're 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 harshest to our own. So uh, there's there's something about that. It's you know it's it's the passion. I think I'm not condoning it. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but I am excited that they also announced two other uh, projects, movies uh, from some high profile directors. James Mangold will tell a story set in the distant past, which will focus on the earliest Jedi, which I'm very excited about so am i dave filoni will have a project that will reportedly wrap up some of the stories that he has set up in the mandalorian universe as well as his animated projects as you as you know dave filoni is a key cog in the star wars lore at this point he is responsible for the clone wars um you know movie and and series as well as mandalorian uh so yeah it's i mean it's, it's such a like, look, look uh, more Star Wars always. Like, I'll, I don't think I'll ever have Star Wars fatigue as long as, like, what they do with Andor, what they're doing Mandalorian, they're telling different stories. Um, yeah. Rogue One, you know, they're fine. It's not just, you know, little, little dirt farmer mm-hmm. going out. You know, like I've seen that movie, and don't get me wrong, I love that movie. I love yes, the original, but I'm ex- I'm excited for something more. Tell me, I'd never played. Knights of the Old Republic. I watched other people play it, which is like, I don't understand how Twitch is so popular because I don't want to watch other people play video games. I sure as hell don't want to 
give money to other people to watch them play video games. Uh, but I, so I never played nice, but I was always intrigued by it. So, um, you know, give me, give me something in that, give me a series set in that period, you know, before the empire, et cetera. So. I couldn't agree more. And I especially agree when I was reading the little article about, um, like I said, about, about Ray and then about the, uh, whoever was like the first Jedi that for whatever, and they didn't say much about it, Mm. uh, but it sounded interesting. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Hopefully the story's good, and uh, I'm yeah. I don't know if it, if it said it was a show. Was it was it a show? It has to be a show, not a movie. It, Maybe it's a movie. Who knows? Movie, anyway. movie's what I got from it. Oh, movie. Okay, okay, cool. Now remember, yeah, James maybe. Mangold is the same director who did Logan. So yes, um, I think he takes it all very seriously, and I think he'll turn out a top-notch product. Do you so. know what else? What other movie James Mangold's? is directing is as in present tense yes or um, i'm actually he's probably he probably already directed it but it hasn't come out yet it's probably one we're going to mention very soon right, right right now exactly yes indiana jones uh 73 uh dial of destiny indiana jones and the dial of destiny the fifth indiana jones movie fifth out of and they they have uh five more planned and 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 the the actor playing Indiana Jones is already older than seventy three. <laughs> yes, yes. But I'll say this: the the uh, the turn the clock back technology that they mm-hmm. used for Harrison Ford was holy cow, spot on. Oh, oh, absolutely. That's yes. like scary good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is scary good in the fact that I don't, I don't. Maybe we've joked about this on the sh- in the show, like. Are they going to do that? Like, can they somehow do that for like another one? Because if this one makes money, they're going to want to make another one, of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, um, and, and it, I guess it would depend right on on how much of the story needs to be told in in flashback. But I, I'm saying like if, for like if there's Indiana Jones six, which I know we haven't even discussed the fifth one yet, but if there's Indiana Jones six. I they almost thinking they're going to like just deep fake um, his you know his face on a young guy's body and and Harrison gets gets paid for it gets credit for it but he doesn't have to do anything. What about the guy who has to do all the work? I hope he gets. It, they they give him like the minimum amount. He's <sighs> happy to get work. Um. It's gonna. It, it's some you know. Not. I'm not even up and coming actor. Some some guy they saw an audition. They said, okay, you're. I don't know, six foot, two hundred pounds. Some can, stunt can guy around. or something. Yeah, exactly, a stunt guy or something. Oh. You know. And he and but he's happy to. He's he, he's getting paid. He's not getting paid millions. But he's getting paid whatever the minimum is. You what know? do you think the minimum is in oh. in that capacity? I mean, it's got to be six figures. I don't even know. I bet it's six figures. You think minimum? I would say, look, if you are essentially being Indiana Jones minus the face and voice, then you need at least $500,000. So, and the studio can afford to do it. So, do you know what uh, SAG is? If I talk about SAG, Screen Actors Guild, yes, sir. Okay. So, Apparently, because I look at what is SAG minimum, it's two thousand four hundred forty-one dollars per week. That is about what he would get. 
That better not include lodging or food. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they give them more. Maybe they give them five thousand a week. You know. I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna walk real slow. Be like, I think we need to take another few cuts. Another few. Oh, uh, oh, oh no, you wouldn't. Because guess what they do? They would. They would do. They would go. Okay, Greg. Uh, you, there's the door. Uh, we'll we'll get somebody else. They better not. No, well, oh, Greg's gone now. Oh, oh, is there? Oh, there's there's ten other people waiting at the door. Okay, cool. We'll we'll pick them. But they don't have the chemistry that I have with the other members of the cast around <laughs> sure. me. Sure. Uh, but let's let's actually talk about the trailer for a second. Besides, before we uh, give them all the plot details for uh, the the sixth movie, we can talk about the fifth one. Which the this trailer it it didn't show too much. Granted. Uh, but it did kind of show what the plot's going to be, and it it does have to do kind of with time travel, uh, or you know, the Dial of Destiny is kind of like it's a, a way to turn back time. Um, and there's okay, Hitler. share, yeah. <laughs> if I could turn back time, my gosh, this sounds exactly like share. If I could, well, it looks like her too. Find <laughs> my way. Yep. Um. I uh are are you going to see this in theaters? I would very much like to. Okay. I did make the mistake of watching the last one in the theater. Oh, okay, and okay. Technically I, I watched it in my car cuz it was at a drive-in. Ooh, and were you even watching it if it was at the drive-in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that good of a drive-in experience. Oh. <laughs> like look, look, it, it, unless you're taking kids to the drive-in, you're you're having a Really good time, or you're having an okay time. And this was an okay time. Okay. I I had to try to process what you just said there because it sounded strange. It my first I, it, one of my one of my first movie going memories was to a drive in as a kid in the summer and i remember we left early because we were getting eaten alive by mosquitoes like came home and my mom was putting like calamine lotion all over me and i kind of over 30 or or 40 mosquito bites so like that's not you know but now with young children like okay you take the kids and you bring your own snacks and everybody has a good time yes but if you if you go to the drive-in without kids you can have a really good time. That is true. That is true. Or you can have an okay time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you had an okay time. I back in the day, um, I used to go to the 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 drive in a lot. Um, not in a uh romantic way, because that when I'm I'm talking about when I was like preteen. Yeah, I was before I was 13 for sure. Uh, because my dad would take me and it would usually be me and him, and sometimes Tony would go. But I think Tony would fall asleep a lot of times. But he would uh, take his pickup. He had a, a Ford Ranger, I think it was, and he would reverse it so it like the tail end was mm-hmm. facing the screen. And then we would go in in the in the bed of the truck, and we'd have lawn chairs set up, and usually have you know, of course, bring our own popcorn or, or you know our, our own snacks and stuff like that. Sometimes we'd go to the concession stand. You have to walk to get the concession stand. Um, and, but I always enjoyed it because it was always two movies. Yep. Um, now granted, you, sometimes the movies would go together and I don't, I don't remember any of the movies, but let's say it would be like, Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Toy Story one and Toy Story two or something or Toy Story and Shrek or something like that. Right. Right. Together. Sometimes it would be like, Oh, 
Toy Story and Die Hard. You know, it's like how did a lot of these things get together? You know, yeah. Uh, but I, 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 I just enjoyed it. The uh, they're still a driving in Belleville Skyview, uh, and they have like theme night. So, so of course they'll have new releases, but sometimes they'll be like, all right, this Saturday night we're gonna have uh, you know on one of the screens we're gonna do just kids movies, like classic kids movies. You know, yeah. like you would mention like Toy Story and Shrek, you know that type of thing, or they would pair a kid's movie that's out now with a kid's movie that was out 20 years ago type of thing. So, yeah. um, so they do a really good job of it over there. Sky view drive in Belleville, Illinois. Um, all right. And so dial of look, Mads Mickelson. I'm in for it all day long. Um, uh, Indiana Jones. I'm a big fan of, of the character and the work. So, uh, I think the last trailer. Yeah. Well, real quick, uh, with Mads Mickelson, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but, People say that Mads Mikkelsen is the Oscar Isaac of Indiana Jones. All right, continue on. Blue Beetle. Don't don't you dare ruin Mads Mikkelsen for me, you son of a jerk. Uh, Blue Beetle. Yes, we have a for our first trailer of Blue Beetle, um, and Jaime Reyes. Mm-hmm. Is Blue Beetle, and again, didn't see a whole lot of of plot necessarily, but we definitely got that first look at Blue Beetle. I don't know, um, which is fine. Like again, first look trailer. I wasn't wanting any plot points. I was just like, oh, we're gonna see what it looks like, and that was cool. I really liked this one. Um... And if I was actually just watching uh, a little clip of the last time I saw Blue Beetle, which was in Smallville, uh, when they had Booster Gold with them. Dead Cord. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think it was uh, a Jaime, though. Um, this is the first Jaime Reyes one, uh, which was played by Zolo. I don't know what it Yep. Um, but I, the, the first thing, when I watched this trailer, I thought to myself, they were actually going to try to make this a uh, HBO Max exclusive. I'm like, it seems it looks too good just to not be in the movie theater, right? You know, absolutely. Um, and I liked the the very first shot of the trailer is like uh, Zolo from the uh, background or whatever, and he looks like he's obviously that's a joke, but he looks like this rich guy or whatever, you know. And I saw that I'm like, oh my god, they're not gonna do like what? That's not that's not his character. And then of course they 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 get you with the like you know, hey, are you gonna scrub the the lounge or whatever? Like okay, because right. he's you know he's actually just a, a worker there or whatever, you know. Um, and then they you know they have the the, the scarab and everything. Um, yeah, I just I'm really looking forward to this one. I I people a lot of complain about special effects and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck, they look good, me. That- yeah. yeah, people people complain about everything. That's true. People have very high expectations, or, yeah, or well, maybe not very high specific expectations. Yes. And when those expectations are not met to the letter, mm-hmm. you get all out of shape. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think look, I think they chose a great actor for it. Uh, he's no, already he's already known because mm-hmm. of Cobra Kai. Yes, um, you know. So yeah, let's bring on. Bring on the noise, bring on the funk, as they like to say in uh, the D.C. land. Coming out in August. We're going to have a busy summer, big guy. We are, yes. yes. Busy summer, broke September. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. Um, I, we there was one other thing I want to talk about, but I don't, we don't have time for it now. It's evergreen, so we can definitely table it. Okay. Okay. To tease, the future. Use it for next time. All I all I would like to say is, it, let me see if I can find out where. I, I don't want to just lead somebody blindly. Um, where can they watch it? Where can they watch it? All watch options. That's not great. Never mind. I was going to say, if you haven't yet, and I know you haven't, go watch Jonah Hex. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's got uh, uh, Mr. Brolin. Uh-huh. It's got Megan Fox. But it's got Michael Fassbender, John Malkovich, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan for a scene. It is... It gets a bad rap, probably. It, like, I think at the time people were like, "Why is Megan Fox in this movie?" Um, aside from the obvious, you know, and could it be a better script? Maybe, but it was. It, it was like, uh, I've already forgotten his name, Brolin. Yeah, Josh. I keep want to say James. I'm like, no, that's a dead. Um, Josh Brolin has walked in all the worlds. He's been in DC because of Jonah Hex. He's been in Marvel. Because of Thanos, obviously. He's been in Sony because he was Cable in the Deadpool 2 movie. Dude is, is it, and he doesn't have the fondest things to say about Jonah Hex. We'll get into that next week. But I don't hate the movie. Right. I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. It's a, it's a, it's a new character that we hadn't seen on the big screen before. Um, we'll get into some of, of uh, Josh's commentary about that next week because... They had a very limited time to find a director, and he just thinks they didn't find the best one, uh, or the right one, I should say. So we'll we'll get into that next week. Um, but go watch Jonah Hex. Give it some love. Go go into it with an open mind, and maybe like me, uh, you won't be disappointed. There. Yeah. Okay. That is it, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of Nerd United. I'm pretty sure, unless Mike, you have anything else you wanted to add. No, I'm good. Do you sometimes feel like you're riding my coattails on the success of this show? I I like I, how you think this show is successful. Because I like out talk you three to one easily. Oh no, I, I'm used to that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this show is a success, and I'll tell you why. Because we enjoy doing it. That is that is true. That is and, absolutely true. And and so. I'll quote uh, Charles Dickens from uh, 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 the Christmas Carol, but. I'll talk about the joy where he talks about Christmas joy and may not ever put a scrap of gold in my pocket, but it makes me happy. And so I deem it good. That's what united to me and apparently to you. Cause you still come around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're the only person I can talk comics with. So. Oh, uh, you mean that? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, WR, I've been looking for other people to talk comics <laughs> with. Nobody cares. <laughs> So what you're saying is you find somebody, and if they have a microphone, you're going to jump to them. Huh? I'm like, yes, another one. Perfect. All right. Let, let's go start off this new competing yes. podcast, and we'll we'll be Greg's numbers in no time. Yeah. So, uh, all right. I'm going to keep my eye on you. So, <laughs> for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, we uh, uh, appreciate you all spending your time with us. Uh, it, it's almost an hour and a half, give or take now. So thank you for all the time you spend with us. Uh, now go spend some with your families if you have one, or just you know read more comics. Uh, visit your local comic book shop. Give them some money and, uh, and help keep their doors open and lights on. And, uh, and we'll see you next week for an all-new Nerds United. 
I'm Greg Mahachko. He's the co-host of the Ear Mike Luther. We remind you each and every week to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.